Family from the Heart podcast episode number 131. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. Are you back there? I am. There you are. You did something, because I'm... You're there. Yeah. All right. Hey, folks, we have a great show today. We're going to talk about OSU football, the social network movie again. Again? I, I have something to share. Matthew West um, feedback. We've got some Matthew homework assignment stuff to talk about, and two movies. And two movies. And a cookbook. And some spaghetti sauce. <laughs> Anything of, else? No, I think that'll be it. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure that's going to be it. Going once, going yeah. twice. No, 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 no. That's good stuff. So, Stephanie, while I take myself a nice cold drink of this ice cold Diet Coke, how about mm-hmm. you tell us about OSU football and where you've been recently? Okay. So, um, I went I went to Columbus last weekend to hang out with my friend Allison and um, specifically to go to the Ohio State football game. Okay. Uh, just some things that happened and um, joking with her on Twitter. And then she invited me and I was more than happy to accept. And um, so excited to, to be able to go up there. So on Saturday, Saturday was the game. Kickoff was at noon. And we left Allison's house at 1030 to drive over, park, you know, walk to the stadium. Well, I love that, first off, Allison was telling me, like, history of the campus. And um, and so, that I mean, that is really cool to, to go up with someone who can kind of tell you the stories and... Um, it, it, she, was, she was describing it as, you know, when... Um, did she say it was in the 60s? I don't, anyway... When they when Ohio State built their first, this is totally nothing about football, but a little trivia. Um, when they built their first co-ed dorms, they're these two towers, and they're kind of to the um, left of the stadium. And um, when they, I think she said it was in the '60s. Anyway, it was a very conservative um, area, and it, well, it's still really conservative. And um, it was the first co-ed dorms. And everyone named them Sodom and Gomorrah, which I thought was funny. I laughed out loud. It was hilarious. Um, but so, I mean, she was, she told me more stories than that, but um, just that was, that was a fun time, you know? And um, we walked all the way around the stadium just so I could kind of get these people tailgate. They're, they're like weird. Okay. Some of they're them, like weird. Some of them set up the night before. Like, I don't, I don't under, I don't really understand that, I guess. But, um, had these huge tents, like tailgating is just the back of your truck and, you know, <laughs> some people bring the little, but no, um, some of these were catered, uh, set up under these, um, tents and it was just, it was fun to see them get excited about, their team you know and so we walked all the way around so we could see it and um or you know so i could take it in um in the front entrance of the stadium there's a beautiful um obviously it's an o (laughs) but it is uh stained glass and um 
gorgeous. I just, I love it. I took a picture, but it's, it's not a very good picture because of the way the sun was shining. And, um, so I love football. Yes, you do. I always did love football. Hold on just a second. Bless you. (coughs) Oh no, it's a cough. It's a cough. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I've always loved football. I, lo- I wanted to play football when I was a little girl, but um, they wouldn't let me. So they made me be a cheerleader and I was okay with that. Um, then I went into middle school and cheerleaders weren't cool anymore. And can you pause this for just a second? Yep. And we're back. All right. So, um, you know, when I was in middle school, um, cheerleaders became uncool. And um, to me, anyway... <laughs> Um, sorry to all of you cheerle- professional cheerleaders right. out there. No, I'm going to talk about cheerleaders so in a minute. Cool. No, seriously, hold on. Will you you, you <laughs> weird tailgaters and you uncool cheerleaders. You Let asked me, tell you. me to share my story. So anyway, I'm you. Um, but I've always had a love for football. And then, and I like, I knew football. And then I got married to someone who didn't know football and it just wasn't important anymore. Um, this is <laughs> my other husband. <laughs> It was you, dude. Um, Football. That, what's that? <laughs> you're like, what's that? Wait. So um, so it just became not important anymore. You know, I wasn't going to sit down on a Sunday and watch a game by myself. I mean, you know, that just, that wasn't fun. That just sounds weird. What? Sitting down and watching football all day. Why? Why does that sound weird? <laughs> it just sounds like such a waste of time. All right. So. Seriously. <laughs> Will you stop slamming the door? I, the wind did that. I know. I was kidding. Um, there's a five-pound weight upstairs that makes a very good doorstop. That's fine. You were interested. It's nice and chilly in here. Okay. I'm good. So, um, Football. Waste of time. Go ahead. N- for you, it's a waste of time. For many people, they love it. And um, I love that, you know, I was, I was tweeting that I was going to the game, super excited, you know, all this stuff. So our friend Wayne. Henderson. Henderson. Um sends back and he's like i didn't know you know i never thought that i would um see the day when you would be tweeting scores you know and i'm like oh wayne don't you know me at all and um it it was it was hilarious because he's like i've only heard you talk about you know your kids playing sports and that's because my husband wasn't into sports and so i kind of put that aside and like i said i wasn't going to sit down and watch the game by myself and um so I had fun teasing Wayne and he actually said maybe he should listen to the full time mom, <laughs> which if he would, I've shared the story there mm-hmm. about wanting to have played football when I was a kid and they wouldn't let me. So um, back to back to the game. I was so excited because number one, I'd never been to a college football game before and college football is not like NFL because the, it's, I, it, it's still a the same shape football and still goals still pigskin. It's still- 10 yards for a down and you have four downs or see you know more than i think you no i, I know i know enough you- about football to be completely bored by it oh I you're mean, breaking it, my heart anyway it, let me tell silly. my story let me tell my story yeah okay so um we got there in plenty of time you know we got there before um, the band came out. Now I have to say that this part, these two parts were so cool to me. 
Um, the first was when the um, like the ROTC group, um, who was the army at this game, but um, Allison said sometimes it's Marine, sometimes it's the Navy. Um, but they were at this this game. But watching them, um, you know, lift the flag, and uh, that was just very cool. I'll talk in a minute about them taking that down. That was even cooler. Um, okay. And then their marching band was amazing. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I'm sitting here thinking, is there anything more boring than a football game? Marching band. You are mean. And I would gladly let people hurt you right now. You did. You, you... I would. Like, seriously. Um, anyway, this band was amazing. And they they do this really cool thing where they, um, where they march and spell out Ohio in script. Yeah. And it was it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. Um the game started. They were playing Indiana. Um started off with a fantastic lead. It was a great game. Uh somewhere after halftime, the uh the referees started calling some vi- they were making very bad calls. Um, the first, co- the first one that was just horrible, and um, yes, dotting the I is a big deal at Ohio State, and uh, so the person who got to dot the I that was really cool. Um, but this band, uh, back to the band, the band was amazing. Okay, okay, they were marching. It, it looked like they were gliding across the ground. First off. Normal people can't walk like that. Marching. Not only that, but it was insanely hot because the sun was beating down. They're wearing these wool uniforms with this big hat on there. Have some respect. <laughs> They're great. I have never heard you play a tune of anything in your life. That's because I can't carry a tune. Exactly. So stop knocking on the people who can. <laughs> ah, show some respect. That's like somebody saying podcasting. That's so stupid. Oh, people say that all the time. And I'm exactly. totally cool with them saying that. But uh, no, seriously though, I I do respect the marching bands. They make great entertainment during parades. You're rude. <laughs> you are. I'm Although they are I'm boring, they don't even throw candy at you. That's because they're playing their instrument. Their hands are busy. Just saying. So anyway, um, what was it? the the <laughs> Allison's cliff? Don't make me call into the <laughs> studio. <laughs> Uh, hey Allie, how are you? <laughs> so, um, anyway, the referee called this horrible call that ended up letting Indiana score a touchdown, which really wasn't a touchdown because the dude didn't make it over the line. It was, and I could tell because it was right in front of me, and um, I was so it was it was just crazy after that. What I, I am so glad that you got to go and watch football. I am so glad that I got to go and watch football. So I had a fantastic time. Ohio State won 31 to 10, I think. Did they? That's good. And, um, and it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was fantastic to take, you know, they have um, traditions. Um, I'm so proud of Allison who knows how to spell her state name with her arms. I mean, that is just cool. Um, it's a joke. So she gets it because she's in there. Just so other people, you know, don't think I'm being mean. Um by the end of the game, I was spelling Ohio with my arms. <laughs> it was, um, but they're traditions, and, and it was a lot of fun. I do want to say this. 
what you know i i am i mean I, it, it's it's pretty well known i am i am not into sports at all i mean my favorite sporting event on television would be the world series of poker so i'm telling <laughs> that's you that's not a sport that is that is that is a that is the extent to my enjoyment of sports uh i used to watch billiards you know this, this is some pretty exciting yeah, stuff there no those aren't sports yeah. dear now here's the deal I could care less about football. I, or, I'm sorry, about baseball. You know, you put a baseball game on the radio and I'm sitting there thinking, listening. You put a, a baseball game on the TV. I, well, that's what I'm saying. Hold on, hold on. So you, it's like a baseball game on the radio and people are sitting there in their driveway, drinking beers, hanging out, having a great time, listening to a baseball game. Okay. That's about as much fun as watching golf on television. Hey. He's stepping up to the tee. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Okay, and so baseball on television equally as boring, you know, equally as boring. But, and I could care less about the Reds or the Red Sox or the Red anybody or the Blues or whatever the case, that whoever these people are. But I will say this. When I go and sit at the stadium, I love it. Right. I love it. I, you know, I, I, I don't care about Bengals. I don't care about Steelers, Broncos, any of that other stuff. But when I go to the stadium, I, I like to sit there. There's something about being on the crowd and it is fun. And I do know, I know a great deal more about how these things work. I mean, we played touch football, you know, in, when I was in a little neighborhood, we used to play football all the time because that's all anybody ever did was all that sports crap. And finally, I met some geeks that knew things about computers, and then life was really cool. But um, you know, the thing is, and then is, life was really cool. I totally, I totally get it. Um, you know, I, I love the fact that you got to experience that, and you didn't just get to experience any college football game. Because I'll be honest with you, I've been to UK football, and and it's well, not, it's, it's not the same. It's not because, because UK is a basketball school. Exactly. You know, UK. I mean, there are some UK football fans out there. One of my clients, his name is Anthony Vickers. He's a huge UK football fan. Uh, uh, just look up. Um, I think it's nationofblue.com is his website. Anyway, um, he's a huge UK football fan, UK anything fan. But still, I mean, it's pretty obvious that, you know, it, you go to their game. It's it's. I mean, you could probably find a place to sit, no problem at all. I happen to know, with as little as I know about college football, that OSU is it, it. It's it's not just a football game. It's it's a it's almost like a cult. <laughs> it is, you it know, because I have I I used to years ago. Um, we used to hand out like um, little door hangers advertising. Um, uh, you know, our insurance and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I am telling you, there are entire neighborhoods. And this one house, they had OSU, you know, Matt. They had OSU stuff, you know, in their yard, like a little OSU guy or whatever. And they had OSU curtains. And it's like, and I mean, it's everywhere. It is. It, it is everywhere. And of course, we're that far away. And Right. And we're two hours away. So imagine what I was seeing you know, being there in the heart of it, it was it was so much fun. Yeah. So I'm glad that you got to experience that, and yeah. I, and I can almost I would almost say that probably if I went, I'd probably get really excited about the game and and guess and what I did? get up and stand and cheer. I'm the same with basketball. I don't like basketball, but man, you put me in a NCAA basketball game and in the audience, and by golly, I am there and I will be screaming as loud as anybody else. Right. But I can't stand to watch it on television. And I don't now, know any of the players' names or any of that stuff. Okay. Um, so, um, just 
for the side, because I went to the game, I ate a hot dog. Yeah? Yeah, which I only do. Was it a kosher? It was probably a kosher dog, wasn't it? Um, I'm pretty no. sure. No? I no, I don't think so. I thought they usually served anyway, kosher It, it was dogs. an option. They, oh. they had... You got a non-kosher hot dog? I had a hot dog. Dude. It was a hot dog. And um, Do you know what they put in that? I don't want to know. I, I don't need to know. I can look it up know. for you. And um, so, no, no, I ate one. I mean, when was the last time I'm I ate just, a hot dog? I was just <laughs> clearly it didn't kill me yet. Right. Um, what was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. I don't Darn know. it. You ate a hot dog. Well, no, I was going to say something else. And I got distracted by the fact that I ate a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, here's here's what was a lot of fun is that, okay, um, Allison gets these same two seats every time she goes to a game. And um, so she knows, I mean, she sits by the same people. Mm-hmm. They're, they, they've become friends. They've, they've gotten to know each other. They, they have a shared they're probably Interest. each other's god children's godparents. Probably. But no, so there's these two people sitting in front of us who just should have watched the game at home because they didn't. <laughs> Stephanie, you cracked me up. And, okay, I'm being nice. You should have heard Allison. So, um, but I mean, they don't clap. They don't cheer. They don't stand up. They, nothing. I mean, it's like, why, why bother? Um, and, and then Allison told me that like at the last game, the dude threw away M and M's, so he was already on my bad list oh, <laughs> because gosh. you don't throw M and M's away. But no, so we're standing there, or you know, sitting, standing up and down, and um, these people don't move at all, at all, until Ohio State is about ready to score a touchdown directly in front of me. And I jumped to my feet, but this dude was like half a second quicker than me and four inches taller than me. I was not happy. Nice. I was not happy. And, um, but it was, it was so much fun. I came home and, um, I was telling, you know, while I was talking about it and Megan says, Megan says to everyone in the car, but me, I told you we shouldn't have let her go. (laughs) Now she's come back some football fanatic. Yep. Because I was talking about having to find the game, um, finding a way to watch the game. Saturday, they play um, in Wisconsin at 7 p.m. And so I was asking you if we... I think it's hilarious that you even know that. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Anyway, I'm a total OSU fan now, and I will find a way to watch the game. And if my kids are not nice to me, I will tie them up and make them watch it too. I'll watch it with you. And Allison says that I'm her good luck charm because lots of things happened while I was there. Very Ohio cool. State won. Um, the Blue Jackets won. That is Columbus's hockey team. And um, Michigan lost. That was cool. That put them in number one, right? No, um, Alabama lost. And that that's put, what put them in number that one. That put them in number one. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, I think I might start watching some more football. And if it's something that I have to do on my own, I will just know that I, I have. I told you I would watch it with you. Okay. Yeah, don't you remember I tried to cuz you know I try to find some way to connect with these goofballs in this area that that don't like technology. You <laughs> well, know, the, I, but they would already hate you because it's Ohio State. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm telling you there's a huge OSU. Oh gosh. Okay. There's a huge OSU following here in Hebron. I mean, it's huge. Really? Yeah, it's very oh, well, huge. Well, I'm going to have to find me some friends. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, there's huge OSU following. 
So, but yeah, I'd be interested. I, I I wouldn't mind, you know, sitting back and getting to know a little bit more about something that has a ball in it, so that I can talk to people at church. <laughs> like, Just something see, that has a ball in it. Do you see that OSU game, man? That was close. <laughs> that one guy, he totally fumbled. I, I don't that's about as yeah I just need something that, I mean because that's all they talk about is sports there was a really big fumble in the it's game it's like I, I sit there and say guys did you see the, awesome the social network movie huh what's um, that right it's like what oh come on all right okay I'll so, go to my seat now well you'll be um you'll be out of town this weekend so you won't be able to watch the game with me yeah this weekend and uh is your phone ringing no it's right here why is the table vibrating? <laughs> it's the um one of the drives in the okay. computer. Um Anyway, I was asking Cliff if we had ESPN. He's like, "Yeah, I just always block that from our guide." <laughs> I did. <laughs> We've always had ESPN and well, that ESPN 2 and 3 and 4 and They're going to be added. ESPN Euro and They're Spanish going to be and- added because if I don't follow any other, I will continue to follow Ohio State. I, I blocked that in MTV and country music television. <laughs> no, country music television is on there. I know. I blocked so it on MTV. I blocked it on mine, mm. on my list. Ah. So tons of fun. I am. Um, I'm. I'm going to have to spare Stephen and go go to another game with, with Allison. Very cool. Well, Allison, thank you very much for inviting my wife and giving her a totally awesome weekend because I'm very. Happy that she enjoyed it that much, and she definitely uh, deserved the weekend away, and it was uh, it was awesome. She came back and had uh, obviously had a great time. I did. All right, so last week, do you remember I made this huge deal? I was searching all over, went through, and even paused the recording last week so that I could find the the clip from the movie The Social Network. Right. And uh, I and thankfully somebody alerted me uh, last week that. There is a YouTube channel for the social network. Right. And it just so happens to have this uh, this clip from the movie. And so uh, basically, uh, again, this is all about the, the social network. It's the movie about the kind of like the story of how Facebook got started and how it got launched and everything with Mark Zuckerberg. And they really show, they really portray Mark Zuckerberg as this, you know, kind of like a almost antisocial, very arrogant type of person. And um, there was one part in the movie that, you you know, you just, there are some people that just get on your nerves and they get under your skin and you just want to have some kind of clear, clearly communicated, pithy response that really just puts them in their place. Right. This clip is that clip. It's fantastic. Listen to this. Um, let me. I play the Winklevoss twins in David Fincher's new movie, The Social Network. Hope you like it. There you go. Is that a question? In the 16th email, you raised concerns about the site's functionality. Were you leading them on for six weeks? No. Then why didn't you raise any of these concerns before? It's raining. I'm sorry? It just started raining. Mr. Zuckerberg, do I have your full attention? No. Do you think I deserve it? What? Do you think I deserve your full attention? I had to swear an oath before we began this deposition, and I don't want to perjure myself, so I have a legal obligation to say no. Okay, no. You don't think I deserve your attention? I think if your clients want to sit on my shoulders and call themselves tall, they have a right to give it a try, but there's no requirement that I enjoy sitting here listening to people lie. You have part of my attention. You have the minimum amount. 
The rest of my attention is back at the offices of Facebook, where my colleagues and I are doing things that no one in this room, including and especially your clients, are intellectually or creatively capable of doing. Did I adequately answer your condescending question? I love that scene. Did I adequately answer your condescending question? That's my favorite part. <laughs> that well. is a great scene from that movie. Folks, uh, anyway, I, I'm just very thankful that I was able to find that and and bring that clip because bec- that, was, that was my favorite part of the movie. I could go see the movie again just for that scene. Of course, now I don't have to because now I have that scene. Although, when it comes to the uh, Danbury Dollar Saver Cinemas, that's not a dollar, right. but it's actually $3. Right. I plan on going and seeing it again. Okay. If that's okay with you. That is okay with me. Speaking <laughs> of movies that you asked to see again. Yes. Um, did I tell you that I got the the pre-order email from Target to pre-order Eclipse? Megan's Eclipse, yep. Very cool. Exciting stuff. That, well, I guess it doesn't, it's not released until after her birthday, so that won't be one of her birthday gifts, but. Uh, anyway. Anyway, we got the, you were just talking about that Tw- last night, I think. Yeah. TwilightSagaPodcast.com. Yep. We eventually, we're eventually going to record another episode of that. Eventually. Anyway, um, so yeah. Hey, I got another thing in our notes that I wanted to talk about, and it's uh, Matthew's homework assignment. Which one? The one that he had while you were gone for the weekend. Okay. You um, mean the one that I made him do that you didn't like, so you made him do it again? Yes. Okay. So basically, he had this piece of homework where the teacher sent home a page where he had to cut out the states, the shape of the states. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically it was just a, a, a page with some bu- a bunch of drawings of shapes, which were shapes of states, and he had to cut them out, and then he had to label what state they were, glue them in the in the kind of the layout, like almost like a puzzle, in the way that they were supposed to be, and then color them. And that's what he was supposed to do. Okay. And, uh, Actually, he was supposed to draw them. He was supposed to draw then, them? Yes. Um, okay. So there's a backstory. There's a backstory to the to the whole thing. This was an assignment that he had had two weeks ago, um, where they were given a a worksheet that had these states, and all they had to do was label them. Right. Um, that was due. Well, it would have been three weeks ago now, but last week when he brought it home, it was two weeks ago, and um, there were several kids who hadn't turned it in yet. And she says, okay, it's due Tuesday or you get a zero. There was a four day weekend. So she said, it's due Tuesday or you get a zero. And um, Matthew wrote in his agenda that it, that he had to do it. But then when she went around and she was signing the agendas, it wasn't in his folder. And she asked him, Matthew, where is it? He's like, I lost it. I, I, I lost it. And she's, why didn't you tell me that you lost it? Because now it's time to leave. And I don't have an extra one and I don't have time to make you one. And so, you know, you're pretty much, you know, in trouble here with the fact that now you don't have the page. So let me tell you, you can go home, draw the states, cut them out, label them, glue them to the blue piece of construction paper and color them. That was the assignment. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, he he had done the assignment on his own. Mm hmm said dad what do you think and i'm like see now i had looked at it before i left because that was one of the things that had to be done before i got in the car to go to columbus okay and um i looked at it and had the uh for me wasn't the best but for my nine-year-old left-handed son it looked pretty darn good (laughs) 
I'm just saying. Well, we 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 worked on it together. Is basically what happened. So did you I, do it for him? No, okay. I did not do it for him. Did he search the state's shapes? Did me, he man the computer or did you? He manned the computer. He did it all. Let me tell you what happened. We he, he told me what he had to do. He told me he had to do the Southwest states. And so what I did is I gave him my phone and had him um, take a picture of the map that's in his book. Mm-hmm. And he took the picture of the map and I had him email that to my email address. We pulled the email, uh, we pulled the picture off onto the desktop, opened it up in Photoshop. And I showed him how to convert that into a black and white image. And then I showed him how to erase all the states that are not the Southwest United States, the Southwestern states. You, it was Southwest or was it Southeast? I'm sorry, Southeast. I'm, yeah. you know I'm me thinking and my, Florida. That's no, not no. on the West. <laughs> no, okay, sorry, sorry. It was all Southeast. Anyway, so the Southeast states and he's, you know, so I showed him how to use the eraser tool to erase all of those off. And then what we did is we created a, I showed him how to add a new layer uh, and I made the layer black and, or no, I made the layer, yeah, I did make the layer black and I showed him how to change the transparency of that layer so that you could see through to the map that's underneath, but you can very clearly still see that, you know, if you were to write in black, draw in black on that layer, you would actually be able to see your black line. And so I gave him, since I have this new bamboo pen tablet, I actually showed him how he can go in and trace the states. Okay. So basically, he went in and traced each and every one of the states by hand. Okay. And then what we did is we deleted the layer with the the black layer. We deleted the original layer, which just gave him a drawing of the outline of the states, which is what he needed. Okay. So then he printed that, cut all of those out, and then pasted them to the page in the order they were supposed to be and labeled them and colored them. Okay. So, but the thing is, is that he absolutely, I mean, he, when I, when I told him, you know, it's like, Hey, can, let's redo this. Let's work on it together. He was devastated. He's like, you're telling me I'm not good enough. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, listen, let, I have an idea that I want to try with you. And I think it's going to be fun. And he's like, Whoa. and then as soon as he saw that we were going to use the computer, he's like, okay, okay. And I tell you what, he absolutely loved it. He's sitting there playing with this and 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 was really getting into it and i mean as we were talking about it i said okay what state is this on top and he was telling me and i was asking what state this was and without the labels being on there he was able to clearly communicate to me just by looking at their shape what they were and so i just wanted to share how i was able to use my gift and my talent and my love for technology and i know that he has a gift and talent for technology but he doesn't get to play with it a whole lot outside of video games. Right. And I was able to actually show him how to translate homework in such a way that you can use technology to make it enjoyable and fun as well. Awesome. Because I know that he was proud of the work. He Well, he was proud of his work before. Mm-hmm. And... Um, sh- what? Darn it. I'm trying to what are look you up something to at the library. Oh, okay. But I don't know my library card. <laughs> You're think trying to hard. reserve books here? It's for Matthew. It's it's for Matthew. And talking about him and his school made me think about it. And that's not ah, it. And start okay. with an eight. Nope. Okay. So start with a five. Well, nope. do you want to look okay. that up while I play some um, Matthew no, West so, feedback? No, hold on. Um, I'll, I'll find it for him. But he does um, respond to technology so much better. And, you know, he's 
he's kind of lazy in school right now and, you know, taking the two weeks to turn in and not telling his teacher that he lost it. And I still stand by the fact if there was a way that we could make all of his lessons be computerized that we'd have another straight-A student, a straight-A fourth grader. Yeah. You know? Well, we, <clears throat> I would, I would, yeah, we, we keep talking about it, but, uh, you know, know, there's, there's gotta be some ways to, to get him interested in, in a way outside of just being lectured to all day long and then sent home with a big pile of homework. I agree. There's gotta be another way. There's gotta be another way. All right. So, hey, Daryl Darnell, remember a couple weeks ago you were talking about Matthew West? I yeah, believe? I heard a song in the, on the radio. It was, um, it was My Own Little World. Right. Which is his new sing, new single off of the album that just came out last week right. or the week before. Yes, I remember. Okay. Well, anyway, Daryl left us some feedback, and this was actually left two weeks ago. So he might be saying something about it, uh, the release date being put off or something. The, the CD is out now, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this. Now, Daryl called this in, and I think, or he recorded this while he was at work. And so the audio quality isn't that great because he tried to do some processing that that cuts out some sound in the background. But uh, with that being said, here is Daryl's feedback. Hey, Stephanie and Cliff. This is Daryl over at Mardell. And I told you that I would send you in some audio feedback uh, about about the Family from the Heart podcast that you guys did a couple of weeks ago. Stephanie mentioned that she had heard the new Matthew West song on the radio called My Own Little World. And um, I sent you guys a pre-release copy of his CD. And I got a chance to meet Matthew and talk with him a little bit back in June. And I tell you what, I'm really excited about this new project that he's coming out with. Uh, unlike any CD that I've ever been excited about in, in different ways. I've been excited about music before, um, but this one's a little bit different. The story of this one is really cool. Um, Matthew felt he had this like vision to that he would be in a cabin in the woods reading stories of people's lives and through that process um, find the inspiration for his next album. I don't really think he knew what he was getting himself into when he did that. So he asked people to send him the story of their lives, what, what, whatever it was, good, bad, otherwise. And he secluded himself in this cabin in the woods. And he thought he would get a few stories in, but he got thousands and thousands and thousands of stories. And it changed his life. And that's really where the song uh, My Own Little World comes from. Because as he was reading these stories, he realized that he's been in his own little world and he had no idea what people were going through out there. And I think, you know, I personally think that, that we're as guilty for that as Matthew is. You know, we as Christians are really good about making everything seem perfect. You know, like we've got it all together. We don't have any mistakes. Our families are perfect and everything is perfect. And we go to church and everything's perfect and we act like everything's perfect. But in reality, we're just as broken and we're just as hurting as everybody else. But a lot of times we're too afraid to admit it. We're too afraid of the shame that might be brought upon us or the way people might look down upon us. And that's what he kind of discovered as people were sending in these letters that the church is filled with people who are hurting, people who are broken, people who are rejoicing and going through great times as well. And But it was just he was kind of in his own little world and didn't even realize all this stuff was going on. And so it was a huge growing learning process for Matthew. And that excites me about the project because just the honesty that is there. And also, I think, I don't know of any other, any other project that has ever been done where the artist says, I'm going to truly find my inspiration for this project, not based on my own life, 
or my own life experiences, but on the life experiences of other people. And I really think that's kind of a unique spin, too, and I appreciate his willingness to do something like that. You find some really interesting songs on this record, um, songs that are of rejoicing and of, of great things, like this one here, which is called One Less, and it's about the story of adoption and how there's one less broken heart out there tonight. There's a child Been abandoned out on the street Now she's waiting for someone to be her miracle There's a wife Somewhere halfway around the world Begging God for a little girl she could call her own Where hell worlds collide And colors fade And a man and wife Brought their little girl home today And there's one And then you have one of the things Matthew talked about when I saw him in June was that he was surprised as the letters started coming in. He was surprised on how many of those letters dealt with sexual abuse. And as the letters started coming in, he realized it was about one out of every four letters. Twenty five percent of them dealt with some sort of sexual abuse. And as the letters came in and changed from the hundreds to the thousands of letters, that number, that percentage didn't go away. One out of every four letters that he received, that person, that moment that they d- that defined their life was sexual abuse. And you can imagine how that would break someone's heart. He was still in the cabin, and he had one more concert left to do on his tour. And I believe he said it was up in the Seattle area. And he had just finished this song called Broken Girl and had played it for his band. It wasn't quite done yet, but, you know, he had the, the, the basics of it done, and it was pretty well done. And his band said, you have to play that song. You have to play that song at this show tonight. And he really wasn't sure about it, and he was kind of going back and forth about it. And I believe he said that he went on stage planning not to play the song. But as the concert went on and it came time where he was going to do it or not do it, he felt led to do it. And uh, the next day or a few days later, he got a letter from someone who was in attendance at the concert that night. And this man had been in prison for sexual abuse. He had He had abused someone sexually. And he didn't say... You know, if it was someone in his own family or someone else, but he was there at the concert that night. He had just gotten out of prison. While he was in prison, he had given his life to Christ and was looking for a way to turn his life around and, and prove himself to his family all over again and make right what he had done wrong. And so he was there at the concert with his daughter that night. And like I said, I don't know if she was the one or not that he had abused. But Matthew sang that song, Broken Girl. It's a powerful, powerful song. And that song was a big step in bringing healing and restoration to this family. And I know that it's going to serve that same purpose for a lot of people. It won't be the be-all, end-all. It won't bring the complete healing that is required in a situation like that. But it begins those conversations, and it it's a step in the right direction for a lot of people. This song is really going to minister to a lot of people because, as I said, a lot of people are dealing with this or have dealt with this situation, and have, they're, they've been broken by it. The name of the song is Broken Girl, and I'm going to play a little bit of that for you right now. Let your tears touch the ground Lay all your shattered pieces 
These are just a couple of the songs off this CD. It's supposed to be hitting stores on October the 5th. Now, we did get notification this week that it is now not shipping in time to be in stores by October 5th, but in stores by October the 12th. So look for it somewhere between the 5th and the 12th. I have a feeling as soon as we get it in, it'll go out. I don't think they actually changed the street date to the 12th. I think they're just not going to get it shipped in time for it to hit stores by the 5th. But check it out. It's called The Story of Your Life. Stephanie, I hope you're enjoying the pre-release you got from us. And uh, thank you for talking about Matthew West. He's a great artist, has a true heart for God and and God's people. So anyway, God bless you guys. Thank you for the podcast, all the work that you do. And we'll talk to you later. All right, Daryl, thank you very much for calling in. And Stephanie, you have that CD and been listening to it. I do. uh, I've been listening to it on and off. And uh, it's very good. Very good stuff. Well, anyway, uh, we want to say thank you to Mardell for being a sponsor of the Family from the Heart podcast. And of course, you guys know that they have uh, been sponsoring us for the last two and a half years and are sponsoring us for the next six months. So we thank you uh, for uh, basically going out of your way to purchase some Christian online books and uh, online Christian books and CDs and music and all their homeschooling materials over there at Mardell. And in fact, um, if you go to mardell.com slash gspn, uh, I know that it's not there as we're recording this, but um, probably by the end of the day or at least with uh, before this weekend, if you go to mardell.com slash gspn, you will see the Matthew West CD as one of our featured items. And it's a great way to uh, save 10% off if you use promo code gspn in the shopping cart but you also, it's a great way of saying thank you to Mardell for sponsoring gspn.tv content. So awesome. Very cool stuff. Yes. All right. So we have a couple mu- movies that we've seen. Okay. And uh, the first one I saw without you while you were in Columbus, With I took the kids? the kids to see Despicable Me. Which they all loved. They absolutely loved it. Yeah. It was a very good movie for the kids. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, en- I enjoyed it well enough. Um, it was very slow to get started, but I'll tell you what, the kids almost fell out of their seats with laughter. Really? Yeah. Because that's what McKenna said was that it was really funny. It, they were, la- I mean, yeah, you know how McKenna gets when she does her uncontrollable laugh? Yeah. That She pulled out a couple of those. Awesome. And, um, you know, I didn't find it as funny as they did. But I was. Well, it was targeted to kids, was it not? But it, well, so. the thing is, is is what I find with some movies, like they're funny and they're really enjoyable, but they're the, everything's kind of more geared towards adults, right? And so the kids don't always get some of the humor in some of these cartoonish kind of right. movies. This one is made for the kids, okay, and it is a really great movie. 
Uh, we saw this at the Dollar Saver Theater. You know, it was the cheap theaters or whatever. And uh, I took all three of the kids. They all three loved it. Megan, Matthew, and McKenna, all Good. three loved this movie. Awesome. Now, the next night, you came home. I did. Matthew. Somebody told me I had to. Matthew, yeah. Thank you for that, by the way. Um, Matthew and Megan had a sleepover with friends. And so I had a date night planned with our daughter. You did. Mm-hmm. I told her that, you know, uh, just you and daddy. Well, the thing here's the deal. The night before they were talking about the fact that they would sleep over with their friends. Right. Because uh, their friends are siblings. Like, yes, they, they each um, they don't have a lot of friends that have the sibling that's their siblings age. So right. they were going to the same house. Exactly. And the, the call came in early Saturday morning and said, can they come over and spend the night? And I, you know, thought about it for a while and I said, yes. And when I thought, how much, what did you text me if it was okay? Or did Megan text I me? did. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then, because then I got a thanks and it was signed Meg's. Right. So I, she responded. I wasn't sure if it was you or her asking permission, which I, then I was laughing because if it was her asking me permission while you're in charge, I just thought that was funny. Anyway, yeah. So it was you. Yeah. So anyway, um, so I sitting there thinking, okay, so we're going to let Matthew and Megan go spend the night with a friend. And I was thinking, you know, Kenna's going to be pretty upset. So um, she was, she was a little upset, but I mm-hmm. said, I said, but Hey, just me. We don't get this very often. I said, dad, daddy's going to take you out on a date and anywhere you want to go, that's where we'll go. And uh, I said, do you want to go see a movie? And she goes, I, she goes, I want to just go have dinner with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. She goes, any place specific? And she says, Wendy's. Oh, <laughs> horrible, horrible stuff. Anyway. Is that why you had Wendy's after Despicable Me? Yes. Okay. And, and I'll tell you what, I will never eat Wendy's again. I don't care how cute and gorgeous my girl is. Wendy's, I'm sorry, you're dead to me. That's See, now nasty. I can still go there and like their chili is acceptable. Yeah. Um, I have a, a salad or a baked potato, but I, I try to make safe choices. Man, I, I'm sitting here thinking about it and making me ill. Anyway, um, so the thing is, is that, you know, I, I told her, I said, you know, daddy will take you out. We'll go, we'll go out on this date. And she was very excited. And then her friends decided that, you know, that they would come over Sunday night instead. Okay. Um. So when Megan, so first McKenna was upset that they were going to be gone. Now she was very upset <laughs> That they were not going to be gone. So I said, okay, well, daddy will, daddy will still take you out ne- tomorrow night because they're going to go over tomorrow night. She goes, just me and you? And I said, yes, just me and you. And then mom came home. <laughs> and, Sorry. And so, but anyway, we still had a great time. Uh, we went to dinner, not at Wendy's. Uh, we No, uh, which was her, she chose Chipotle. Matter of fact, she, she. That was, yeah. I think she's had her last Wendy's as well. She, she didn't look too happy about it. She was not um, happy about that Wendy's either. But, uh, but yeah, that was, that's her choice. So she said, um, she said that I could go <laughs> was the first thing that you didn't have to take me home that, uh, that I could come with. And so we asked her what she wanted for dinner and she goes, Chipotle. Chipotle. And um, it, was, it was cute the way she answered. And so we went and we had dinner. And during dinner, she decided that she wanted to go see a movie. Because at first, it was just going to be dinner. Right. And then she decided she wanted to go see a movie. So we looked up movie times. I had a great time with you and her. It really was fun. It was a good time. Um, there was an hour and a half. Right? Was it an hour and a half that we had before 
the movie started. So mm-hmm. we went to the mall and we stayed there until they closed at six o'clock on a Sunday. And uh, then we went to the bookstore and we stayed there until it was time to head to the movies. And so she had a really good time of just being with us. Yep. Which was cool because we didn't spend all of our time in the movie theater not talking to each other. Right. And uh, we went to see Nanny McPhee Returns. Did you say that already? I did not, but okay. that, you just said it and that it was a great movie. It was it was so fun. Minus the beginning with the poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was really good. I, I enjoyed it just as much as I did the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought it was a good story. I loved the way that they tied it into the first movie. Um, I won't give that away, but I just they did tie them together. It wasn't just two separate, you know. And um, so I like the way they did that. And um, really funny. But here's... I don't remember hearing a lot of great things about the movie when it came out. Do you? I never even knew the movie existed until it was at the cheap theaters and the kids said, hey, look, Nanny McPhee, too. Okay. Didn't even know about it. Didn't know about it at all. I don't it didn't seem to get a lot of attention. And um, but I had I had seen, you know, a few trailers for it. And um, but we're sitting there watching it and it's got all of these great actors in it. You know, Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal and obviously um, Emma Thompson as that, that's her name, right? As uh, Nanny McPhee and um, Ewan McGregor, Maggie Smith, um, Ray Fine. I mean, all of these huge names. And then I start thinking it's like a Harry Potter reunion. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is um, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal and who did I say? I Ewan don't. McGregor. Um, but Maggie Smith, Emma Thompson. Thompson and uh and Ray Fiennes have all been in Harry Potter and um so it, but anyway it was a fun time McKenna really loved the movie and um and so did we very cool it was very it was a lot of fun it was a great movie and it was a lot of fun so yeah. absolutely all right uh two last things um you know one of the things that I'm very blessed with Stephanie is that I, I, as a podcast and new media consultant, I work with some really cool people. Right. Who are doing some really cool things. Yes. And, uh, of course, I'm helping them usually set up their websites or their podcasts and, and setting up their equipment and teaching them how to do podcasts and how to build a community around their show and, and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I, I try to help, re- you know, reduce their learning curve so that they can do the things that they're most passionate about. And uh, I have two clients that sent me gifts. Yes. And these are not gifts that were expectations that we would talk about them. But I do want to tell you about them because I really enjoyed both of the gifts. Uh, So I'm going to tell you about two different things. First and foremost, I'm going to tell you about Keith from ThoughtfulHarvest.com. Right. Again, that's ThoughtfulHarvest.com. He actually um, does organic gardening and organic food and and has uh, basically, you know, well, just go check it out. Just go to ThoughtfulHarvest.com. But anyway, he sent us some of the stuff that he sells on his website, which is organic spaghetti sauce. And this stuff is awesome. Um, We have, they have two different kinds. They have one that is, um, what are are they? One was tomato basil Hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. And which basically, if you go to gspn.tv slash pasta sauce, 
Right. All one word. GSPN.tv slash pasta sauce. It'll take you there. Anyway. Oh, okay. They have flame roasted red pepper. That one was awesome. It is extremely awesome. I love that that flavor, that kick, that bite. It was too spicy but cliff and i both really enjoyed it yeah so it's a little spicy for the kids but but they still ate it Mm -hmm. they still ate it uh and then of course they have sun-dried tomato and rosemary and rosemary that's what it is which is is very good too and the best thing about it is that i love that it is completely 100 percent all organic right and uh matter of fact i know for a fact that keith actually oversees the production of all of it himself personally. So you know that that last jar of the... There's still a little bit left? The sun-dried tomato rosemary. Yeah, I only cooked half of the jar and um, plan on using it again for another meal. Yep. Probably while you're gone, the kids and I will eat it. Oh, man. i tell you Sorry. what, Steph- <laughs> Stephanie went to the store and got some, um, uh, some ravioli, some cheese ravioli, mm-hmm. and just uh, boiled the cheese ravi- ravioli and put that sauce on it and... Uh, so good but that's when that's when we had the first because he sent two of the tomato and rosemary and one of the the other yeah the other times you use bow tie um, pasta yes i love bow tie pasta it's It's so cute i like it better Um, than spaghetti i've been i've been trying to use things other than spaghetti because i know that it's not your favorite spaghetti's boring and uh So anyway, um, they were very good. Now I'm not normally a fan of rosemary. It is not my favorite herb. Mm-hmm. Um, you can thank Cliff for that. I love it. I know, and I remember the one time that you way overused it in a very wrong way, and now I just can't. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> spaghetti's boring like football. That's yes, funny, exactly. Walter. And um, but I it, it was good. It's not overpowering in the sauce. That's all I was trying to get around to. So. It's very good. Yes, it's very good. You you would be you would do well to have either one. And and I tell you, um, you know, if you look for organic uh, sauces in your store, uh, it's right in line with with a premium. I mean, this is a premium pasta sauce. I mean, it, right. it, so I mean, if you're looking for, I mean, it's not gonna. It's not. It's not in the same price range as ragu right. or or uh, prego. prego. So, so the pricing's significantly different there, but uh, in premium sauces, as far as they go, and having all organic, very good for you, uh, it is definitely, it's definitely a, a worthwhile venture to yes. go out and get some of that stuff. And again, not being paid, I, I get nothing out of that, and and I was not expected to talk about really it. Really good pasta sauce. That's I just you... we just got some really good right. pasta sauce. Although Keith, if you wanted to send us some more, <laughs> we were on our last half jar. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Fire roasted red pepper. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Stick that one in there, Steph. Yeah, like All right. So, um, and then of course I well, have. I mean, a... if we're kidding, we're kidding. No, so, I'm not yeah. kidding. Oh, <laughs> seriously, if you know the address. I'm just kidding. Now I'm just. See, kidding. now you're kidding. All right. All right. And then the other were cookbooks. Yeah, the other one were cookbooks. Rosalie, which is Tia... funny that she sent them to you because you don't cook. Yeah. Well, I helped her out with some thoughts on on marketing right. her business. So, anyway, uh Rosalie Harpols, uh she does um she does cookbooks. Mm-hmm. And I was introduced to her by her son who happens to listen to a lot of our podcasts. Remember the Honda Fit guy? Do you remember the episode titled How to Properly Maintain Your Honda Fit? Yeah. Well, that was Scott and this is Scott's mom. Okay. Rosalie. Anyway, it's uh rosalieserving.com and of course you can just find the show notes for episode 131. Uh, go to familyfromtheheart.com and hit episode 131 and you'll see the show notes. Anyway, rosalieserving.com and she has, um, she does cookbooks. 
Uh, she is Italian American, and uh, she she does Italian style cooking. And so she sent her us her Italian cookbook <laughs> and also her country cooking yes, cookbook, which looks really good. And you made one of the recipes for dinner last night. It was the first time we'd ever it was had out of it. the Italian um, cookbook, and it was fantastic. What was it? It was um, an Italian crusted tilapia. Oh, it was so good. So good. And um, so basically it was just, it was the 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 fish, the tilapia, and you um, mix up this breadcrumb um, mixture and you put it on top and you bake it. It was so good. Um, the kids even liked it, although they did say that it was spicy because it had some crushed red pepper in it. Um, I think maybe next time I just... Well, half the, you know, not put what the recipe calls in, just a few little drops. And um, Megan also said that she thought it had too much breading on it, that there was too much breading and not enough fish. Right. And so she asked if I could just use half, which is cool because then I could mix it up once and we could have it for two different, you know, two different meals. And it, you know. I would liked, cut the calories down too. So I liked um, it just the way it was. I know it was so yummy, and, and I and I it was could, really good. I was because you had uh, cooked some rice with it, and I would, mm-hmm. could I was able to kind of get a little flavor of the breading and yep. and the spices inside of and the, rice the rice as well. Yeah. Anyway, we are so blessed. And spinach. And spinach. spinach. The spinach was good. Yeah. Folks, we are we are very blessed not only to have some wonderful clients who send me some great things from time to time. But uh, we're blessed by Mardell.com for sponsoring our podcast. Check them out, Mardell.com slash GSPN. Make sure that you use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart to get your 10% off and as a means of saying thank you to them for sponsoring our show. And of course, we are blessed to have you who listen to us and who provide us feedback. And I do have some voicemail feedback from you guys, which we will play (laughs) next week. Next week. Yeah, no, Darcy's asking if she missed the McKenna story. And um, no, you didn't miss it. I just forgot to share it. Oh, no. But I even talked about it. I even talked about it. You got 15 seconds. I don't have that 15 seconds isn't enough time to share it. McKenna story next week. Until next time, join the community.